Hello. Hello. Sarah, you um, you had uh, sent us out an email a few weeks ago. It was uh, the AFI Top mm-hmm. 100 list. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked as how many movies I had not seen on that list. Yeah, yeah. So uh, for our next movie chat, uh, I guess uh, I decided that whatever my... <laughs> I guess you did. Well, I know. I decided... <laughs> no. It was your pick. Yeah, so. it was your pick. It was your turn. Yeah, so. it was my yeah. turn. Mm-hmm. So I decided to pick one that Absolutely. I hadn't seen on the AFI mm-hmm. list. And it turns out it's a it's a film that we all nope. haven't seen. Yeah, that's right. So um, it is um, Raging Bull, mm-hmm. which is yeah. uh, Robert De Niro, <laughs> Joe Pesci, Kathy Moriarty, mm-hmm. uh, Nicholas uh, Colasanto, and Frank Vincent. Probably the folks that you will recognize, but for a hot second, you'll see John Totoro. I I don't remember. Was that, he yeah. was sitting at the table when oh they were in the, one of the clubs. I was like, oh, he's in this. That's great. And then he never. He didn't even say a word. He oh, was, his um, head just like turned. He was sitting in the seat, and that was it. And Coach was in it. Yes, Coach was in it. Yeah, I'm like that's not Coach. It's coach. It was yeah. So uh, so we're gonna do a movie chat. This is episode seventy nine of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. So I'm joined. Uh, by uh, Sarah Faye. Sarah. Sarah. And Let me do Nicole that again. Rambo. Let me do that again. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> leave it in. Leave All it right, in. We'll leave it in. And I'm I'm Sal DiVincenzo. So, yeah. All right. So um, let's just get. Let's just uh, mm-hmm. uh, wrapping my head around this. Um, mm. What did you think? Who wants to, Who wants to go first? What did you think of this? Oh, so this is number four on the list. Number four. What's of number, the top 100? Do you remember number, number one is Citizen Kane, <laughs> which I've never seen either. That's, oh, really? That's like, like okay, it's always number one. Like, we know yeah. this. Like, that's, like, you watch that and when you take, like, your intro to film class, like, yeah. that's when I watched it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh. Uh, um, yeah. You're not missing much. Yeah. I, that's what I hear. Um, <laughs> yeah, what'd you think of, of this of this film? Who wants to go first? Who wants to, who wants to jump in there? It was fine. I don't know. It was a movie. That's my take. So it came out in 1980. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. just really quick, because I thought, Nicole, that you would hate this movie. Yeah, you're right. Because. (laughs) (laughs) And you got it right, Sal. Because, no, you know why? Because, the the, the, you know, I I think we know, you know, (laughs) (laughs) how you feel about it. No, I think we know how you feel. I think we know what you like. And I probably, I agree with you. I hated this guy. I hated him with a passion. I hated him. Uh-huh. And it's a hard time, and I'm sure you hated him too, because right. he's like this typical. You know, the, I, okay, so um, Raging Bull. I got two articles from our uh, databases online. Oh, look at look at Sarah yeah. bringing in the library, yeah. bringing in the library stuff. The and we also have this on DVD and Blu-ray. But mm-hmm. anyway, okay. so because I was like, well. Why is this such a critically yeah. acclaimed and film? And, and right, I'm sorry, right. Sarah, you were going to do the, the basics. This was, what, 1980, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, and it's very long. It's 130 minutes. As we all so, know, Nicole also does not like long movies. I don't like black and white films. That didn't bother me at all. No, I don't uh-huh. like it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I could watch a black and white movie all day. Yeah, no, I don't like that. So, um, so I was like, I don't understand you know yeah, what, what yeah, the big hullabaloo exactly. is about, right, you know. Right, right. But so these articles, which we'll put the links up. Okay. Um. So okay, De Niro's. Okay, I bet you guys didn't know this. This was De Niro's brainchild. Yes, it was. And he tried to get 
Martin Scorsese to direct it mm-hmm. several times, and it wasn't until Martin Scorsese hit rock bottom where he was like, I kind of identify with this jackass, and oh. I kind of want to see this you know story brought to life. So, um, okay, and De Niro won an Oscar for Best Actor, and this got an award for Best That's Editing. editing. Yes. So and not for best director. Right. Not for best. And director. I think Picture. No, it wasn't nominated for best picture. It was nominated, but did not win. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it got. Yeah. 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 I think um, Robert Redford actually won that year Probably, for yeah. director. Uh, let's see. So okay. So this is what Martin Scorsese has to say about about this guy, right? Mm-hmm. So um, about okay. So so the guy just is Lamada. A, is Lamada uh, Jake Lamada. Jake Lamada is an actual person. Right. Yeah, this is person. based on a, a true story. His biography. On his biography. Mm-hmm. Biography. Yes. Okay. So he says it's a story of a guy attaining something and losing everything and then redeeming himself. Right. And then it says becomes a kind of spiritual odyssey of the kind encountered before in the work of Schrader Scorsese. Blah blah blah. And he's on an animalistic level. He feels like Lamont is on this animalistic level because he's not an intellectual, that he might be closer to a pure spirit. <laughs> no. Now, okay, so First, I just want... I'm, I'm uh, sorry, Sarah. I don't think he redeemed himself. That's but. what... Well, I read this and I said, how the heck did he redeem himself? He just got old and mm-hmm. he kind of hit rock bottom and then he kind of leveled out. He didn't really go back up Mm-mm. in no, any sense. Not. And I honestly thought the one... Well, like positive thing about it and like why um, I thought maybe it was because there was no redemption like I think Martin Scorsese did a great job of showing him just being horrible from start to finish yeah. it wasn't like yeah, yeah. a redeeming yeah. story like he no. never got good and yeah. I thought that was actually no. a nice thing that he didn't try to make someone so horrible seem like po- like give a reason you know what I mean there was, well he thinks he redeemed himself somehow well, when did he say that maybe, maybe he redeemed himself <laughs> off screen <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't no, know. no seriously maybe it, that's what he's talking about the fact that this guy wrote a book about himself and and oh, him, maybe him admitting to the horrible things yeah he done that he was this, so like, horrible redemption. Mm. you know it's funny his his uh ex-wife because uh, vicky i know yeah. vicky. so vicky um when they went to see the movie mm-hmm. uh vicky he asked vicky he said um was i that bad and she's like you were worse, worse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure because yeah. i think i read one of these articles that they had to pull back the domestic violence scenes because mm-hmm. they were like too much so uncomfortable he was so i mean he was good robert de niro was great mm. because i was my skin was crawling yeah whenever he was like getting cl- like just getting close to his wife mm-hmm. and talking to her mm-hmm. oh my goodness mm-hmm. i was uncomfortable yeah i was yeah the whole terrible. thing <laughs> it was an uncomfortable movie yeah. all the all the scenes were uncomfortable yeah, so i think movie. also um just to help guide the conversation. Yeah. I think you'll appreciate this. Sure. And, and so, so there's two two trains of thought on this film that I would like to bring up amongst whatever you guys think, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. And this is not this is not me, this is critics, okay? Right, right. So uh Robin Wood, who is um, I guess a famous film critic, mm-hmm. okay, he says that there's a lot of homosexual subtext oh, in yeah. Raging Bull. And he says there's traces of repressed homosexuality yep. that exists certainly close to the service to the film's conscious level of articulation, accounting for its relentless and near historical intensity of like machismo ness, you know. Mm-hmm. So, do you feel that that's intentional? Do you think that's just a Scorsese thing? Or no, I don't think that's intentional. What do you mean? Um, I know this is going to sound strange, but yeah. from a um, from an Italian standpoint, because mm. these guys are Italian, I mean mm-hmm. Sicilian. Yeah. Um, it's not. That's just. There's like that's the way it is. To, that's the way 
families act with each other. You know, it's you know what I'm but saying? Like, Two brothers act with... Are you talking about... There's a no, scene at but, the end of the movie where he's like... I think there's a lot of... Um, you know, It's like homophobic. Like it, they're, it, Oh, it do you think it's homophobic? That, homophobic? The things that they say, how many times they use like the F word and how many times... like I also yeah. feel like that was more acceptable That's, back then. I was going to say, yeah, that like, was more that acceptable back then. that would not fly yeah, yeah. at all. But, yes, you know. No, it definitely wouldn't I fly wouldn't, today. I think their internal homophobia is a, one of the reasons of the rage that he has. So you, well, that's what she's saying. Yeah, oh, this critic I, I is, is almost saying that that you know, hey, is this because he, um, Robin Wood says um, one of the scenes where um, the Janeiro fight, mm-hmm. and he says he doesn't know whether to f him or fight him. Right, and then he talks about how he has girl hands, and then obviously the oversexual language. Yeah, well, when was yeah, but when so, was this? When was this review written though? That's that's my question because I don't think this would be something that people would would think about, you know, f- what was this almost forty years ago? Well, this was um, written in two thousand. In two thousand, yeah. I I I don't think I. So I don't you think, think when this... the critics in nineteen eighty watched it, they didn't think any of. No, the... I think this. I think this critic is picking stuff out that back then was not not an issue. What mm-hmm. I think, I think it's just the opposite. I think this is just a man who is not who does not have the sexual confidence um, as a man. Well, his brother mm-hmm. says that yeah. several times. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. get it done in the bedroom. Yeah, exactly. You won't be having these That's how paranoia. I see it. Yeah. 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 But, uh, I no. think, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to disagree with this particular. Robin Wood? Yeah. Okay. So the, this is, this critic, Pam Cook, okay, is, um, talks about, like, the masculinity and everything mm-hmm. like that. And then they talk about the Italian-American immigrant experience and the community. So they say Lamada's fall is not the result of some kind of an guilt or original sin, but intimately tied with his social position as a member of the Italian-American immigrant community, a victim hero desperate to improve the conditions of his existence by becoming a champion boxer, but limited to um, by culture, which at one and the same time offered power and success, but insisted on the inferior status of Italian immigrants. Again, when was this written? I, I, I think I think for me, movie... I think it's I think it's overthinking this. I think this guy was just he was a jerk. <laughs> that's all really yeah, yeah, I, mean, I think I, I think it's yeah, being no, overthinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but know, that's have what you... they're pulling from it. They're... I know, but I'm s i am I feel like they're overthinking it and maybe they're trying to I think legitim- that, right. I, yeah, maybe yeah. they're trying to legitimize the fact that it's number four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think <laughs> really, so too. when it's just so when it really, yeah. you know. <laughs> Um, well, someone, I read this and then, um, I agree cause there was in the beginning, remember when they were fighting in the very beginning of the kitchen and mm-hmm. the person from upstairs said, you guys are animals. Yeah. And then they tie it back to the end when, and he falls and he's in mm. the, the jail cell yeah. and he's saying, I'm not an animal, not an animal. Mm. I did okay. So I think they do kind of tie it together where it is like, um, a socioeconomic status maybe. That's possible. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how much it ties into the Italian Americanism. But you know, of course, all the films are very much tied to the Italian American yeah, American yeah, experience. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, as an Italian American, I don't want to say I was offended by the way they were portrayed mm. because it, you know it is true. They I sounded mean, exactly just, like my like just yeah. voice I mean, wise. You know, I, yeah. If I close my eyes, I thought it was my grandparents talking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, now, oh now that that being said, I I I, I think that. I think that now that looking back at the movie 40 years later, 39 years later, I think it's it, it'll it'll it's easy to pick things out 
by today's standards and by mm-hmm. today's thought process and how culture is today and society mm-hmm. is today and try to pick it out and say, okay, no, Scorsese was talking about this or that. I don't think he was. I just think this was a story about a mm-hmm. guy who's a jerk mm-hmm. um, who could take a beating. Yeah. I mean, he could take a beating mm-hmm. and, you know, and get through some really thing, tough things. And uh, yeah, I think those are overthinking it. I do think that a lot of this is autobiographical from Martin Scorsese's point of view mm-hmm. because this movie was was pitched to him while he was in the hospital. He had just yep. overdosed on cocaine uh, and it was like mm-hmm. the final time that Robert De Niro said, listen, I think you should do this movie mm-hmm. and he agreed at that point. Okay. You know? Yeah. I mean, I thought it was filmed well. It was, it was filmed directed well. well. It yeah. was like... It was very matter of fact. Like yeah, it was like yeah. bringing the camera into someone's house. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you know, you know, you said, "Oh, this sounds like my family." Yeah, yeah I could. Yeah. You know, it's like bringing the camera into into someone's house yeah. and and listening to them speak. Right. And I I feel like a lot of it might have been improvised mm-hmm. or like guided. Mm-hmm. You want to listen? Let's this. Okay, so for, for our listeners, and we'll listen to this now. This is a typical di- piece of dialogue in between. Um, Joe Pesci mm-hmm. and Robert De Niro. This is about halfway through the film. Um, just to set it up, Robert De Niro is uh, wants a title. He hasn't had a title yet, and Joe Pesci's besides being his brother is his um, manager. is his manager. Mm-hmm. And uh, frankly, this was probably the only two minutes that I could pull out of the movie that didn't have any cursing <laughs> yeah, in it. Yeah. So let's take a listen yeah. to it. I don't know if I'm gonna make it down to 155. I'm lucky I make it to 160. And on top of that, you sign me for a fight at 155, and if I don't make the 155, I lose $15,000. That's right. Oh, you're supposed to be a manager. <laughs> you're supposed to know what you're doing. I did just what I wanted to do. That's what I'm worried about. You did it. You I want a title know. shot? What are you talking You want a title what shot? Is, what am I in? What, what am I in? A circus over here? I asked him, he's got more sense about this. What are you you've doing? You've been killing yourself for three years now, right? There's nobody left for you to fight. Everybody's afraid to fight you. Okay, along comes this kid, Gennaro. He don't know any better. He's a young kid up and coming and fight anybody. Good. You fight him. Bust this hole. Tear him apart. Right? What are you worried about? What's the biggest thing you got to worry about? The weight. about the weight. You worried about the weight? What are we arguing about for? I just said the weight. Okay, let's say you lose because of your weight. Are they going to think you're not as tough as you were? You're not the same fighter? Good. They'll match with all those guys that were afraid to match you with before. What happens? You'll kill them. And they got to give you a title shot. Bring me coffee, please. Why? There's nobody else. Nobody's left. Who are they going to give it to? Coffee. In a minute. You listening to me? Please, honey, bring me the coffee. All right. Oh. Yeah, boy, how long are you away? Are you listening? <laughs> now, let's say you win. You beat Janeiro. Yeah. Which is definitely should beat him. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. They still got to give you a shot at the title. You know why? Why? Because the same thing as before. There's nobody left. There ain't nobody around. They got to give you the shot. You understand? If you win, you win. If you lose, you still win. There's no way you can lose. And you'll do it on your own just the way you wanted to do it, without any help from anybody. You understand? What's the problem? Stop eating. That's all. You can do it. So, so what's, <laughs> what's it? You, I mean, listen to that. It sounds like two guys just talking. Yeah, it it doesn't sound sh- like my family. It, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't sound like the typical structure of a script being mm. performed by mm. two actors. It sounds like Martin Scorsese found these people broke into their house, set up a, a hidden camera, and you're just listening mm. to them speak. Mm. And towards the end there where he's like, you know, it was like, what? 
you know, what, what? there was yeah. like a little pause because I feel like it seemed like Joe Pesci was kind of like saying, all right, I need to get back on mm-hmm. script, you know, because a lot of times directors will, you know, the, the story will be written out, the script will be written out and they're like, you know what? As long as you hit point A, B and C in the right. scene, go for it, do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. That's how I kind of felt mm-hmm. most of this movie was. And that's what I liked about the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I liked the fact that I did feel like I was coming into someone's life and experiencing it and witnessing it not cinematically but like personally mm-hmm. i thought it was boring so basically it was very long and like like you know we kind of agreed that it, it, there was no arc like he, he, no there definitely think, wasn't an arc thinks there's an arc i don't think there's an arc at all no and uh, we all agree that this guy is a jerk, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not like, well, so you're watching this jerk for 130 minutes and you're just like... Mm. Well, there isn't, redemption. Well, maybe there isn't a redemption. No, but maybe that's the point. Yeah, and yeah, maybe you're <laughs> right. There's like, oh, like, okay, well, this is when he's going to get better. Well, oh, okay, he moved to Miami, so maybe things are good now because he's not, you know, there anymore. And it's like, nope. Mm. It's like, okay, he has his own club now. Maybe he's good now. Yeah. Nope. No. And yeah, then so, it's like, you're like, how can it even get worse and worse? Like, the arc is just like a downward. Yes. <laughs> like so he starts, he starts. That's in not the, arc. That's yeah, just a hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He starts as a boxer who is up and coming, very popular. Mm-hmm. He then wins the title. Right, he's because uh, yeah. he had to throw a fight. Yeah, he had to yeah. throw a Which fight. He did very obviously. Which yeah. he, yes, threw a fight, and then he he then finally he got the title. Spoiler so alert. even that, even in that, he's not like even redeemable. He can't even like say, well, in the ring, I had morals. Exactly. You know, even mm-hmm. then, he still he was a terrible it. person. Yeah. So there's no. Yeah, and so at the beginning yeah. of the movie, he's married to one woman, mm-hmm. and he has an <laughs> like affair, a, and then with a obviously with a yeah, yeah. with fifteen year old played by. Uh, Carrigan from Casper. Kathy uh, Moriarty, mm-hmm. um, who I love. Uh, and then he goes, uh, so after he gets the title fight, he seems like he's a little better off, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as far as financially. So he retires, it seems, mm-hmm. from boxing. Well, then he loses. He, he loses. Him. Yeah, he yeah. loses. He retires. Mm-hmm. Now he owns a club slash bar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He's doing like comedy. Yeah. Yeah, he was a stand-up comedian. A stand-up comedian. And then he mm-hmm. gets arrested and yeah. thrown into jail mm-hmm. for for sex trafficking, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets out of jail. He's still... He's still... This, this and then guy. it just goes to like a smaller Stand club. Like a smaller club, yeah. 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 Still not funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, and finally, he there's, uh, I guess, a tiny little glimmer of uh, reconciliation with his brother. Mm-hmm. His brother wants none of it. His brother doesn't yeah. want none of it. He, he, is so, he is so not confident in himself that he thinks everyone's sleeping with his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Including oh, his brother. And that's how it's, yeah. he was psychotic. He yeah, was psychotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the movie basically ends with him doing um, some sort of, not stand-up act, but some sort of like um, monologue, like yeah. just doing monologues in a, in a, in a show like a club, cabaret, a cabaret yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Um, which incidentally is the movie does begin right, where it ends. Warming, yeah, right, so, yeah. yeah, so it begins where it ends. You know, the question I had that I don't think they addressed really that intrigued me was why was he so against the mafia? He was really like, no, like I don't want anything to do with it. I don't think he was against the mafia so much as he wants to do it himself. Yes. 
I agree. Yes. Well, I don't even. He didn't even like associating them. He didn't like like that his brother did. Like I don't like I I, I agree with you that yeah. he like he didn't want that at all either. But I really felt like he just didn't. He like didn't agree with it. At I think all. it was more jealousy mm. you because think so? there was a scene in the movie where at the beginning he's uh, he's sitting around the pool. It's the first time he sees Vicky, mm-hmm. who happens to be um, sitting at the table with these gangsters. You mm-hmm. have, you know you kind of get the idea right away that these guys are gangsters. Um, and he's like, yeah, you see, look, they're acting like they're, you know, big shots. They're going to say stuff in front of her. She's going to hear it. You know, they're, you know, they're kind of like acting out and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But I do think part of it was jealousy because mm-hmm. you'll notice those guys were dressed, dressed very nicely. He wasn't. And even when they went to this uh, later on in the movie, they went to this club and he's there as a patron at the club. And he's at one table, and the the mafia guys wanted to come over. Hey, come over! Come on! Come over! And he just did not want to go over there because he just he was like, you know what? I'm just going to hang here, and I'm going to be with my own folks. And I, you know, I I think it was just like they were beneath him in his head. Interesting. Is that what you? Is that how you saw? No, I have no no clue. You don't clue. The the guy's a nutball. Yeah, he's a nutball. Basically, it could be like various like jealousy. Yeah. Or the fact that he only wants to be around his brother because he doesn't mm. trust anyone. Yeah. Like I just, I'm curious that yeah. he didn't sort of go into that a little bit more. Like they sort of laid it out. It is what it is. That's how he is. Mm-hmm. But I just was curious as to the reason why, because they don't yeah. really go into it. You, you know. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And there's a lot. I'm. I, there's a lot of um, exposition regarding his fights that they could probably have taken out because the movie's not about boxing. Right. Yeah. He's about this guy. Yeah, yeah. So you're 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 probably wondering why it was in black and white, Sarah. <laughs> no, I just so the reason. <laughs> so the reason like why it. it was the reason why it was in black and white <laughs> is because uh, Scorsese wanted to differentiate it between the other boxing movie that happened to be out around dun, that time. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, which was Rocky. Rocky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So interestingly enough, Robert De Niro uh, trained with. Yeah, Jake LaMotta. Oh, I'm like, he trained with Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) He trained with Jake LaMotta, and he fought. He actually competed, Mm -hmm. and he fought, I think, three. He did three fights, and he Mm -hmm. won two of them. Oh, yeah. And he was actually a pretty good boxer, Mm -hmm. Robert De Niro. And, uh, yeah, so I'm just looking at some of the, uh, we're going to put this in the show notes, the Internet Movie Database uh, trivia. And then where it says he went to France. And ate like a bunch of food. That's how he came to sixty so, pounds. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. so, yeah. Like, well, that's not so <laughs> at the beginning of the movie, yeah, Robert De Niro's ripped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's ripped. Very fit. And at the end of the movie, he's like coming out of his pants. Oh my god, it looks so funny. Like, he has that button-down shirt yeah, on, yeah. and his like stomach is his sticking stomach out. Is it's sticking so out. funny. Yeah. And it, I know you know it's kind of like on purpose. <laughs> yeah, like, they yeah. Really like wanted to make him look as horrible as possible. Yeah, he gained sixty pounds. So and he and he gained so much weight that uh, Scorsese actually stopped production. He's like, "You're gonna get sick. I don't want to, you know." <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Story so De Niro life. did win. <laughs> I wish someone would stop production for me. De Niro, De Niro <laughs> did win the uh, did win the Oscar that year for uh, for best actor for this film. For the most awkward kiss goes to <laughs> Robert De Niro. Yes, because he yes. He Yes, he was they so. They were so audible. I don't know what SM, was that SMR? Sorry. ASMR. Yeah. ASMR is Robert De Niro kissing. Yes, he was. He was, uh, and he was very creepy. He was very creepy. Oh, it was, it was so, so, um, so for those, I mean, we never said spoiler alert at the beginning, but I have to assume. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you, you can look it up. You could see it's it's. Prob- when did this AFI list come out? Okay, so this is the it's new. Older. This is the new AFI list. But it's still not. 
This is the 100th anniversary list. 2000. So it was no. yeah two yeah I think you're right. It's like in the two early 2000s. Mm-hmm. The original list that came out, uh, Raging Bull was number 24. Moved up. And the new list, it was number four. So the 100th anniversary number four. Have you seen all of Scorsese's films? I've seen a lot of them. Have I've seen you? a lot no. of them. Actually, where my, do you rank this? I'm uh, definitely down low. My favorite Martin Scorsese movie is Goodfellas. That's I. Oh, yeah. If Goodfellas comes on TV and it was like three hours, that's, <laughs> that's it. I'm done for three hours. Ray Liotta. Yeah. Yes. Right? Oh yes. my goodness. That's a, good that's a great movie. Yeah. Okay. And uh, just underneath that is Casino, which I f- kind of feel like is like Goodfellas Part Two. Yeah. So I would say yeah, Goodfellas, Casino, and then Taxi Driver. Those are my top three. Martin Scorsese movies. Taxi Driver's good. And they all, at me. Yeah, they all have they all have Robert <laughs> De Niro in it. Yeah, yeah. And then after you watch one, you have to talk like that for a good hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I do I do want to mention that um, this film is available to all our patrons mm-hmm. instantly. Instantly. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how I watched it. Via mm-hmm. Hoopla Digital. How was the quality? Good. Good. Oh, yeah, good. quality was great. I was worried yeah. we'd have a Mandy situation. Yeah, no, yeah. Exactly. It was good. good. Um, but uh, okay, so uh, Raging Bull... Mm. Uh, scale of one to ten, Sarah. Um, overall, <laughs> with the black and white factored in and the length, I give it a seven. Okay, all right, Nicole. Six, six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll mm-hmm. also give it a seven. Yeah, yeah. I'm Definitely surprised not. it's a number four. I, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. I felt is there something wrong with me? That's what I was after the movie was over. <laughs> right, yeah. I was like, no, Nicole. I yeah, I know you're saying, oh, there's something wrong with you. No, it's, it's, <laughs> I was agreeing with you. I was saying, yeah, yes, it's a wrong thing. number I'm four, and like I hate it. Like that's odd. Yeah, I didn't think I right? hate it. Right. Like, yeah. 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 But, yeah, I don't, well, I knowing like, what I'm, type of the, the, I mentioned this at the beginning, knowing what type of movies you like, this is like the anti romantic. Well, movie. I'm not even the romantic. I had high hopes. I mean, for he's it. so story wise. It's like the, yeah, because, it's just a, it's just a story that I don't need to see. I don't care about, yeah, about exactly. him yeah. at all. I, nothing yeah. happens that I care about yeah. at all, and I don't mind like a villain. Like I, you know, like yeah. that yeah. doesn't. Fine, I watch that kind of movie. Like that's not a big deal. Yeah. If, but like this whole thing, I'm just like, why, why, why? Well, you know, the thing this? is, is like for a number four, top ten, right, right. like I, for me, it has to have storyline. It has to have good acting, good directing, yeah, something. And I feel like this had good acting, and that's and that idea. was about it. Yeah. Like I know that they were talking about the lighting and stuff like that, which. I, you know, I'm not a director. I'm not into lighting. So that was kind of yeah. not, I wasn't looking at that yeah. in that way. Sure. So, you know, I was just like, yeah. <laughs> Again, I didn't see its number four places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all. I didn't either. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad that we, I'm glad that we got to see it, you know, and, and, and now we can cross that off our list. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and I don't know if you ladies are going to pick one from the AFI. My cousin Vinny. It should be that should be number four. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite yeah, yeah. movie of all time. So um uh yeah, so thank you so much for listening. If you want to listen to our older episodes or our other movie chat episodes, you can visit our website at mcplibrary.org forward slash podcasts or our podbean site, which is mcplpodcast.com. Uh, if you want us to see a movie that you think you want us to review or, or talk about, get then, the hot takes on. Yeah, yeah. so it's, um, <laughs> then email us at podcast at mcplibrary.org. Do you think it should be number four? What, have you seen this movie? What yeah, do you think? Yeah. yeah. We'd, we'd love to know. Yeah. So for Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo. We'll see you on the next show. <laughs>